0: Welcome and thanks for listening to the Community Christian Church Podcast. To learn more about Community Christian Church, visit us online at cccsterling.org. Today's message comes from Pastor Chris Ria. I feel like I want to dance a little bit after that that music video there. Good morning, everyone. It's so good to be with you this morning. If you're watching with us online, it's great to have you here this morning. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. We got some snow. We got our Christmas trees up here on the stage. It's exciting, exciting times. We're in a series called Matters of the Heart. This is the last part of the series. And today, what I wanna talk about is a transformed heart. What does it look like to have a transformed heart? I mean, Jesus said some very powerful words to us. He said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. He said, if you have good in your heart, good will come out. If you have evil in there, evil will come out. And so a transformed heart is critical in the lives of every Christian out there. So what does it take to see true transformation in our lives? What does it take to see a relational change in our life? What does it take to see a spiritual transformation in our lives? Well, over the past few months since April, when things kind of got shut down and the gyms got shut down, I ended up putting on about seven pounds of weight. I, don't, I know a few people put on some weight during this season, and that's okay, but I'm a guy who liked to go to the gym. I'm not really big on home workouts, and so when they closed the gym, I was going about four days a week, and I just kind of stopped working out. And I stopped kind of eating healthier. It's kind of, they kind of go hand in hand a little bit. And I put on about seven pounds of extra weight. So what I did is I went online and I found a guy who was selling a workout course, a how to work out at home, eat healthy at home course online. So I bought it. I think it was $20. And it took me about two days to go through all of the content that was in this course. And this guy was very, very detailed. I mean, he broke it down. He had you enter your weight, what your body fat percentage was. He had you put it all in there. And then he calculated how much protein you should be eating versus how many carbs versus how much fat you should be eating a week. Puts you on a caloric intake count, makes you download an app that tracks everything you eat so you know exactly how many calories you've eaten in a day. And then he gives you at-home workouts and he spells it out for you. Day one, do this. Day two, do this. Day three, four, five, rest this day. I mean, he puts it all together for you. So I went through this whole thing I got the knowledge of this course in my head. I watched every video. I read everything. I did the math. I put the calculations into the Excel spreadsheet. I had all the knowledge. Now it came time to apply that knowledge. (laughs) And can I tell you, I didn't do one workout. (laughs) Not one. I had the knowledge of it. I had it. It was there. I knew what I was supposed to do, but I got home from work and I went, I don't feel like going downstairs and working out at home. And I did something else with my time. So I never lost the weight that uh, I wanted to, but luckily for me, I got COVID-19 and seven pounds came right (laughs) off uh, during 14 days of, of symptoms. It's not really funny. It's a <laughs> I don't encourage that kind of weight loss. Let me tell you, it's not, it's not the way you want to lose weight, but it's the way I got to. But I tell you that because here's the statement I want to make this morning. It's this. Knowledge plus application equals transformation. Transformation. I didn't see any transformation physically in my life because I had the knowledge but didn't apply it, right? So we can have the knowledge of so many things in our lives. We know it, we've studied it, we've learned it. But if we don't apply it, we won't see transformation in our lives. And it's the same way spiritually with anything. I mean, James, the, the Bible is really full of scriptures on this. James 1, through 25. This is James, the brother of Jesus. He says this. Do not merely listen to the word. And so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. So don't just merely listen, but apply. That's what leads to true transformation. Now, I'm not discounting the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. He's at work transforming our hearts. But sometimes we think that he's doing all the work. No, it's our knowledge plus the application of it is what leads to true heart transformation in our lives. James two fourteen through 17 goes on to say, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith, by itself, if not accompanied by action, is dead. And, and this isn't supposed to be harsh, or this isn't supposed to bring guilt or shame to anyone. This is James just saying, listen, We have a faith. We have the word of God. We have Christ who came to this earth and paid the ultimate price for our sin. It's by his grace you were set free from your sin. It's by his grace and your faith in him and what he did that allows you to have an eternity in heaven with God. You are saved fully by grace through faith. There's nothing you can do to earn it, but now that you have that faith, now that you've been saved, now that you understand what Jesus did and what that means for eternity, now it's time to apply the rest of the word to your life to see true transformation take place not only in your life, but to affect the lives of other people as well. Jesus himself goes on to say, you know, in Matthew, Jesus gives this famous sermon. It's called the Sermon on the Mount. He brings all these kingdom principles, this wise teaching, these amazing words, he brings them. To, to the people. He shares it, he teaches them for days on end. And then he says this, listen to this in Matthew seven twenty four through 27. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall. Because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down the the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against the house and it fell with a great crash. So it's hearing the words and putting them into practice. When we do that, we build a solid foundation that cannot be shaken. So that's what's so important for heart transformation. It's the knowledge plus the application equals transformation. And when you begin to see transformation take place in your life, it begins to produce results in your life. When you are on a diet and you start losing a few pounds and you start to see a transformation, you start to see those results take place, when that hard work is, you see it, then you start to really get excited and you start to persevere towards it because transformation produces results and results produce perseverance. So when we see in any area of our life this, this applies to any area, whether we're, it's in our relationships, physical change, heart change, spiritual change. When you begin to see the transformation and the results, it gives you the perseverance to go after this with all of your heart. Right. Amen. Has anyone here ever done a home project in your house? Yeah. You got three stages of a home project, pretty much. You have this vision stage, number one. It's like you get this idea or you get this vision of what you think that room could look like. Maybe it's a kitchen or a bathroom or a living room and you say, man, I've been on Pinterest, I've been on Instagram, and I see a picture of what my house could look like. And you get super excited about that, right? You wanna dive in. I'll never forget, Megan and I, we had this idea several years ago in our house, all the trim, windows, trim, and doors in our house were all pine, and we wanted to paint them white, and I had no idea how much work this was. It's a good thing, because I never would have got started. So we took all the doors down, we sanded them, and put them all in the garage, and you know started to prime, and I couldn't believe... I, I was like three days from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed, and I'm not even a quarter of the way through this, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, the second stage of every house project. What did I get myself into? And there's no going back now. I'm in it. And there's only one thing to do, finish it myself or call someone to come finish it. That's the only options. That's the second stage is you get into it and you realize there's no going back. But then there's the third stage where you start to get a picture of what it's going to look like. When we were doing our trim and our windows and our doors, all of a sudden, we put the first coat of primer on it and we saw it. We saw a picture of what it could look like when the work was done and it looked amazing, and that produced enough perseverance to finish that project. And it's no different with our spiritual lives. It's no different with our hearts. When we begin to get a picture of what God wants to do in us and through us, and he wants to do something in all of us and through all of us, and when we begin to get a picture of what that looks like in our head, And we start to ask God to transform our hearts. It begins to produce results. And those results produce perseverance. So what areas of your life do you have knowledge, but you just need a little application to see true transformation? Why does this matter? Why why is this important to you? I'm going to tell you why this is important. Number one, it's important because as a Christian, it's very easy to get a lot of knowledge of the word. We can read it, we can have it in our head, but without a heart transformation, it doesn't really do any good. This was the exact thing Jesus got frustrated with with the Pharisees and with the religious people of his day is they knew the word, right? It was all here. They had a knowledge, they could quote the law, they could quote scripture to you, it was here. But what did they lack? The application of it from their heart, the heart transformation that actually produced good fruit in their lives. So with the knowledge, Without the heart transformation, without the application, we get stuck. We get a spiritual lid put on us. And, And it's so important because the Holy Spirit wants to move deeply in our lives and in our hearts. He wants to change us and transform us, He wants us to produce some fruit in our lives. You know, the fruit of God's spirit in our life is powerful. And when you begin to apply God's word, it makes you more patient, more kind, more loving to people. And we need those characteristics in our heart because God wants to use us. So number one, it's important for us because we get stuck spiritually. We get in a rut. But number two, it's important because the world needs Christians who have transformed hearts. Desperately. Unfortunately, the world judges a lot of Christianity by the people who have a knowledge of God but lack the heart transformation. That's who they're judging. But what if they could look at the people of God who no- didn't just have the knowledge, didn't just know it in their head, but actually put it into practice and applied it to their life, had a transformed heart that produced all kinds of fruit, had a heart that was full of the Holy Spirit, led by the Spirit of God, had so much kindness and patience for the world. Man, we need it right now. So much love in our hearts. That heart transformation is what allows us to be a light in this world for the kingdom of God. The knowledge isn't enough. The heart transformation is what makes people look at you and see Jesus in you and see the spirit of God in you and not just see another Christian who knows the word but is a jerk or doesn't know how to apply it to their life. We need this so desperately right now. We need transformed hearts. So what I want to do is I want to give you three ways to apply this to your life this morning. Number one is this. Take action. Number one, take action we spend a lot of time thinking, we spend a lot of time dreaming, we spend a lot of time praying, we spend a lot of time doing some things that are good things. But then there's a a point in your life where you've got to take action, when you've got to go after something. So I want to encourage you, when you're praying, when you're spending time in God's Word, don't just read it. Read it, but then take a minute to figure out how to apply what you just read to your life. Like get out your journal, and you're reading the word of God, and you see something in that word that you say, man, that's good, that's a good story, that's a great phrase, that's a great verse. Write that verse down, and pray through it. Combine some prayer and worship with your Bible reading, and say, God, I want to apply this to my life. I don't wanna just read the word, I wanna read it and do what it says. How can I do this? How can I apply this to my life? I wanna take action, God. Maybe if you're stuck in a spiritual rut, get a Bible study. There's so many good ones out there. Get one and go deep in a subject with God. Most Bible studies out there, what's great about them is they give you this context, you go deep in the Word, but then there's always application. How can I apply this to my life to see a change take place? And it helps with any area, really. Maybe if you're struggling in your relationships or your marriage or your family right now, grab a course. Listen to a podcast. Get the knowledge, but then say, how am I going to apply this knowledge to my life to see true change and transformation in that area? About a year and a half ago, someone gave me a generator. Someone from the church, Jack and Beth DeFranco, good people from here, they said, Chris, you know what? We have an extra generator. Do you want it? I said, yeah. Yeah. So he gave me this generator and I've had it in my garage. I didn't know how to work this generator. I don't, I didn't know how they work. And so about six or seven months ago, the power went out in our house. It only went out for a couple hours. So I didn't even like bother to go to the generator. But about a week ago, I think a week ago today, we had a power outage that lasted 24 hours in our our neighborhood and it was starting to get cold. And so what I did is I went out and I'm looking at this generator and I'm I'm looking at it to try to figure it out. And I still had no idea really how how to work it. So I went onto YouTube and I typed in the model generator that was in there and there's a video on how to get this generator started. So what I did is I watched this video. I got the knowledge in my head, and like I can do this. Then I called my dad and I said, Dad, how do I make sure I don't get carbon monoxide poisoning and, and make sure I'm safe? And he told me some things to do as well. So I got that knowledge. I went out there, I put some gas in that generator, I started it right up. And then I was able to plug some things into it to get some heat and to get some power into the house. It was amazing like, this is not even hard. Sometimes we think things are so hard. Sometimes we procrastinate on taking action so much in our life in so many different areas because we think something is so hard and then we actually do it. And we're like, I should have been doing that years ago. What is that for you? What is that that you need to take some action on and get some heart transformation in today? So that's number one. Number two is ask God to soften your heart. I was talking to some people and just kind of sharing some of my thoughts for this message with them. And they were telling me, you know, life is hard. Sometimes you want to take action, but you're just tired. Life is painful. Things happen in this life that are unexpected, especially this year. And there's pain and you go through life and you experience loss. And you experience grief. And you experience stress. And unexpected things happen that you never thought would happen to you. And they happen. People that love you hurt you. People you love you hurt. And over time, what happens is our heart grows hard. Bitterness takes root and hardness takes place and it's not your fault. It happens to all of us. Painful life experiences produce in us a hard heart sometimes, a calloused heart. And what happens is A lot of us shove these things down. We don't deal with them. And so now all of a sudden we have all this pain, all this undealt with stuff in our heart and in our soul, and it's shoved down in there. And then it starts coming out on the people we love. We're snapping at them. Right on Facebook, just reaming everyone out, getting crazy. And all this harshness is coming out of us. All this toxicity is coming out of us. And we almost don't even know where it's coming from. Because it's come from years and years and years of pain. And maybe some sin and maybe some heartache and maybe some hurt that's just been shoved down in there because we don't know how to deal with it. And this is when we got to ask God for some help. God, I want to take action. I want heart transformation, but it's a mess in there. It's dark. It's dark in this soul. And I need you to soften it. I need your help here. You know, two times in my life, twice in my life, my serotonin levels got off in my brain, putting me into fight or flight mode in extreme anxiety once for 10 days and once for three months. I hate admitting that. I hate sharing that with you. But it's true, crippling anxiety in my life to the point where I couldn't function. And it's in those dark, and painful times and some of you know exactly what I'm talking about maybe you can't relate to what I just said but you have had dark and painful seasons and it's in those times where God begins to show you some of the things that you've built up in your heart and in your soul over the years. Both of these times where this happened to me, it forced me to hit my knees like I never had before. And I'll never forget getting out my journal, opening it up, and saying, God, reveal to me the pain in my life, and writing it down. Reveal to me where I'm hurt, the people that have hurt me, where I found bitterness or unforgiveness in my heart. Reveal to me the sin that's in my life, God. Reveal to me what else is in there that needs to come out because what happens if we don't deal with what's in there? Anxiety, depression, harshness, anger, that's what's going to come out. That's what comes out. Bitterness. It comes out of us. So we've gotta deal with it. We've gotta ask God to soften our hearts. We gotta do some soul searching. We gotta journal this stuff out. Maybe even talk to a Christian counselor. We gotta get it out of our system if we wanna see true heart transformation. So if you feel stuck in your life, like you wanna take action or you feel like you're in a spiritual rut or you don't have any desire to really read God's word or a passion for prayer or worship or coming to church, Chances are there's stuff that's just been building and accumulating in there that needs some breakthrough. And don't feel bad about that. This happens to all of us. It happened to me. It happens to all of us. And so we need that. So that's number two. And number three is this. Give up control of what you can't control. Ooh, this is a tough one. We have all been squeezed this year. 2020, man, wow. So much pain. People have dealt with loss. They've dealt with sickness. They've dealt with fear. They've dealt with a world are we really experiencing this pandemic? Like, Is this still going on? We thought we'd be done with this by now. The turmoil that it's caused in our country, the fighting, the anger, the election, all of this stuff, it is just taking its toll on everybody. No matter what side of the aisle you fall on, it's taking its toll. We've had pain and and, and uncertainty in our world and hardship. But I think the thing that's the hardest to deal with is we feel out of control. We can't control this. I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling of being out of control and having to rely on someone else. I'm a doer. I want to do things. You know, there's a passage of Scripture in Psalm 46.1 that I absolutely love. Psalm 46 is an amazing psalm. Psalm 46.1 says this. It says, the Lord is our fortress, our rock, our ever-present help in time of need. Man, I love that. God, you're our rock. You're my fortress. You're there for me. I love that verse. It gives me hope. It makes me feel like someone's got my back, right? But then there's a verse that I don't like <laughs> in Psalm 46.10. Is that okay to say? I don't know. but it says, be still and know that I am God. Man, it's a hard one for me, if I'm honest. Be still, I don't like to be still. I don't, I don't like to just sit and rely on other people. I like to contribute, I like to control things, I like to do things. I don't like feeling out of control. You know, I was researching some stuff in this passage in Psalm 46. Do you know that this verse was written, be still and know that I'm God, in 701 B.C., when the Assyrian army, who every Israelite feared since the time they were kids, the Assyrian army was coming to attack the Israelites and there was nothing they could do about it. They were, they didn't have enough weapons. They didn't have enough manpower. The Assyrian army, they were scary. They heard stories from the time they were little to now they're grown adults and word is out the Assyrian army is coming to destroy the Israelites. Can you imagine if you had a family? If you had kids, if you had a wife? Knowing that this army's coming for you That it's just a matter of time before they come and wipe you off the face of the earth. Everything in you wants to fight. Everything in you wants to protect. Kind of like 2020. We want to fight. We want to protect what we think is right. But what does God say? (laughs) Be still and know that I am God. Oh, can you imagine Can you imagine, God, are you serious? Be still. We need a plan. I need to take action here. I need to go get more guns. I need to go get more, more weapons. We need more people. We need to build a wall. Just be still. And know that I am God. Maybe that's the same word he's trying to give us this morning. With everything outside of our control, church, wh- why? Why are we getting so angry? We're getting angry because we can't control it. But anger's not going to do us any good. Bitterness, not going to do us any good. Fighting, not going to do us any good. It's time to be still and know that he is God. There's some battles that only God can win. It's hard for me. I wanna fight the battle. I wanna do something. I wanna get involved. But there's some battles that are out of our control, church. Right now we're in a season where things are out of our control and we've gotta let them go. And we got to say, God, your word says to be still and know that I am God. I'm going to do that in this season. I'm going to take action on every single thing I can take action on. Because I'm a huge fan. Control what you can control. Take action. See that heart transformation. But God, with the things that are outside my control, I'm going to give to you and I'm just going to trust you that it's going to be okay because that's what your word says. So just, we have a closing song today that I'm just, I, I just want you to let the worship team sing this song over you. If you're stressed, if you've been anxious, if you've been down. If you've been dealing, you feel that hardness of heart, or you feel like you've shoved so much, there's so much pain inside, just let the worship team sing this song over you this morning. Thanks again for listening to the Community Christian Church Podcast. For more messages like this and other resources, visit us online at cccsterling.org.